Hello everybody, episode 6 is here. Before we get into it, um, this probably sounds a bit different, I'm currently driving to work, stuck in traffic, and I thought, as we're reaching nearly a thousand listeners now, um, it'd be good to just have a bit of a chat, and bring up to speed on kind of where we're going with the podcast. Um, things are, you know, taking off, we've got lots of people that are interested to come on and share their story and experience and ultimately provide a lot of you know useful content for those looking to start their own kind of business or take their side gig to the next level um so over the next couple of months um we have got people that have started their own digital media companies um restaurants um similar to um, the conversation we had with Ui um, a couple of weeks ago, um, that's the last episode, if you want to check that one out, um, definitely worth a listen. Um, during this episode, I sit down with a long-term friend of mine, Rich Parsons, who runs his own barbers in Bristol. Rich and I first got acquainted many years ago when I still had hair that needed cutting, um, stumbled into his salon and um, we hit it off instantly. Really great guy, really passionate about what he does um, and just a genuine human being, um, which seems to be more of a rare thing in today's world. Rich and I kind of discussed how he started off um, and then how he moved into running his own barber shop um, and the community's kind of grown around that. So if that's your kind of thing, Pour yourself a cup of tea, stick your headphones in, and enjoy this sit-down with Rich Parsons of Dickie's Barbershop. Rich, how you doing? Mate, ecstatic. <laughs> how are you? You right? I'm alright. You're um, you're ecstatic at quarter to seven in the evening after a long day at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually you get to this point in the day where... I get home and... Um, you don't want to talk to anybody. Mate, exactly. <laughs> and like my, like my partner's just kind of like, you know, reeling off 21 questions and like, I love her to bits and like, you know, she, she, she's a teacher. So she's constantly stood up in front of the kids, yeah. just kind of, and then like, you know, it gets to talking about each other's days and I'm just kind of like looking at her and she's talking to me, I'm taking everything in, I'm, I'm interested. And she's like, so how's your day? And I'm just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, and that's it. It's yeah. like, you know... I've like, been having this conversation nine times like, I, I literally don't have any words left like, yeah you know. <laughs> I know I know what you mean when I was um, in a previous job where I was literally just interviewing people 24-7 you get home and you just be like I don't want to know anything more about anybody <laughs> <laughs> is that when you were on Wine Street yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so but we've probably known each other for about six years longer than that mm-hmm. I, I want to say probably about seven or eight years because it was when you were in the um, barbers on the corner of Wine Street. Yeah. Because that because I just stumbled in one day. I was like, I need a haircut. Yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah, cut my hair. And then it was basically like, oh, you're now going to cut my hair forever. <laughs> until <laughs> I made you redundant because of male pattern boldness. <laughs> well, I was like, you know, we're not all blessed. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how have you gone from there, where you're obviously working for somebody in a, in a barbers, to now you have your own barbers? How's that working for you? Um, yeah, like you know, not having to answer to anyone, I think, is everyone's dream. Um, but I don't know, like you, I don't know. Me personally, everyone, everyone's different. I, I'll do say like six months in a certain place, you're happy. 
but and then you look out the window and you're just like is is this it now you know self-employed you know whether your employer takes 50% off of you every week or like whatever your deal is but at the end of the day you're still under someone else's rule mm. and like you know you're 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 effectively just lining someone else's pockets um but and then after that again I moved on and like I never I don't think I ever left anywhere like on bad terms or anything but you like the 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 ball finally dropped when I thought right okay like you know I've I've, got, I've gotten I've gotten to where I am now I feel good I feel relatively happy but and then you do you do the math and you just think right okay like 5 500 quid a week is okay 500 quid a week I've got to give 40% of that to my employer now wow yeah but and then on top of that so you you you're left with like you know 300 quid yeah but and then the tax man takes his 20% and you're left with half than what you've made that week. And I went, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, I was just um, I was just sat outside um, one day. I don't know whether I was on a lunch break or whether it was just a bit of a, a dry patch, just you know, absorbing some sun. But, like, living in Bristol, I've always been, like, really um, curious about property prices, whether it's domestic or commercial, because... I think falling out of the loop and obviously like, you know, the property boom is like mental. Like yeah. what's it gone up? Like it's 12% in like two years or something. I don't know. Um, and yeah, so I've always just kept my eye out for certain things, whether it's like, you know, a shop space or like, you know, whether it's going to be my first house. So when, when it actually comes to the point where it's your turn, you're not going to get like a big old, Oh my God. Like, you know, like when when did that happen? Reality sort of, check, sort yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, so one day I was just I was just flicking through and I, I just saw a a little corner space and I thought well, that's that's a little bit unusual. Um, and then I rang I rang up the the guy that was um, that was listing it. And it turns out he was literally just next to because um, where I was um, on Park Street at the time, he was literally like, a couple of doors up in just like this tiny little cubby hole of an office right. with one other person. And he said, yeah, do you want to come and view it on Tuesday? And I was just like, okay, that escalated. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it just kind of, yeah, it just went from there, really. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a... And how long have you been in there now? Uh, it was three years at the start of October. Wow. So, yeah. Like, That's really good as well, because you see a lot of barbers open up, but you don't see a lot of barbers stay open for long. Yeah, I think, I don't know, some people... depend. I think it all depends on what your... Um, not strategy, just kind of like more. Some people just want to move in, get a barber's open, turn it into like a cash conveyor belt, get them in, get them out. Yeah, we're going to be rich overnight. And then other people, they actually like give a shit. They want to get to know people. They want to kind of be a part of that community. And I think that's kind of a part of. I don't know the. Well, I'd like to think it was a success, <laughs> a success three years in, like, like fuck knows so how, you, but... <laughs> when you say about kind of, like, being part of a community, like... Yeah, so... How does that... What, what do you mean? So, um, I don't know. Like, where, wherever you are, like, you know, you're always going to have... Like, unless, unless you're in, like, the back end of nowhere, like, perhaps, like, you know, on the road to Bristol Airport or something, where there's just, like, you know, like, a small shack. It's, well, you're not exactly surrounded by houses and mm. it's just people passing through yeah whereas where i am it's just it's so saturated with existing and new development that like it's flats it's, yeah, yeah yeah flats um or, yeah flats students businesses 
it's, it's bursting at the seams, but people know that you're there. And probably I like you know I probably wave at people more out the window every day <laughs> than I do actually like you know with the amount of people that like whose whose hair I cut. Um, but I love that. It's like you know, there's, there's people that I don't even know, and like you know, big big old smile and a wave in the morning. It's just like I've got no, I've got no clue who you are, but yeah. have a great day. And it, it does, it, it I don't know. There's something warming about it, and I love it. it. Takes it back. It takes me back to when you see those films where there was that kind of like the town barber shop where like no matter who whoever it was, you'd walk in and you the barber would know who you were. You'd sit down, yeah. know what type of haircut you want, what shave you want. Yeah, and I always used to think like that would be so nice to have like yeah. again and it sounds like you've actually managed to do that which is really cool yeah I had a, I had a guy in this morning he, he moved up to London like uh, ages ago um, but whenever he's back in Bristol he says like it's on his to-do list as soon as as soon as he lands like yeah make sure he's got an appointment booked in he sits in the chair and I'm just like usual but like he hasn't come in regularly for like a long long time now but it's like he never moved away and it's those sort of like personal, um, I don't know, you could call it like an experience that it just, it just makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. I can see that. So are you a one man band there? Or are you? No, it's me and uh, I've got another guy with me called Ted, um, which he's, he's been with me. It'll be a year at Christmas. He like pinged me a message on Instagram like last year, just saying, "Oh, have you got any extra days? Like, you know, I could pick up or anything." And I thought, "Yeah, okay, like I'll give him a go." And yeah, it was cool. It was nice. It was nice having him there. But and then until until recently, we're nearly a year in. I found out his name's Tom. <laughs> 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 so yeah, and, and he was just like. Yeah, like you know, he's even he's even got the, the the tattoo between the thumb and the finger, just kind of like Ted. And I was just like, "How is your name, Tom?" Oh yeah, but my name's actually Tom. But like everyone's called me Ted since like primary school. And I was just like, "All right, okay, this is like mind blowing." <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I've had that instance before, and in, uh, when I was working with somebody. And what's worse is that I was the I was the new employee, okay. and I was calling somebody who'd been there for years by a completely different name. And it wasn't even like Tom and Ted. It was like if their name was Jeff, I was calling them like Quentin or something. <laughs> you know, just completely different yeah. for a good amount of time. I'm pretty sure that the people I was working at the time probably had a bet on how long it was going to be until I realised or someone told me. Yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was a, a, a good like three four weeks. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Like what an asshole! Did you did you did you ever actually tell that guy though? Oh yeah, no, yeah. Th- no he took great pleasure in telling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So the reason, it. so as I said to you before the podcast, um, I think there's kind of like three situations you find yourself in in today's kind of society and culture where you can really switch off. I'm really mindful that screens are everywhere you know obviously I work in front of a screen all the time you're at home doing something on the screen you're cooking you're reading something off of a screen not a cookbook Mm. or at least I do and apart from recent times where obviously I don't have any hair now so I can't experience going to the barbers apart from a shave which maybe I should do more often um, I kind of see these three places where you can completely disconnect and that's where you're in the dentist and somebody's got your gob open doing whatever pretty much they want to because yeah. you're in a strapped in a chair and no one can get hold of you and actually you really can't do anything when you're on a plane because 
I'll just face it, plain Wi-Fi is crap, so you're not even going to bother trying to get connected. <laughs> um, and then we were at Barber's. And actually, I think the Barber's is probably the best of it because actually you are, it's self, not self-care, but you know, you are doing something that is for your own personal care. Yeah. And I think in today's society where it is all go, 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 do, 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 fast, easy access to everything, yeah. to sit down and have a, you know, somewhat meaningful conversation with somebody yeah. and just chill and have somebody essentially you know, tend to your you know physical needs I think that's actually quite interesting yeah, I, think yeah I, think, 100%. I think there's a lot to be said for it yeah. um, especially when you see I don't know if you keep very up to date with this or, or, you're, or even interested in it but um, I'm quite aware that like the high street as a kind of overarching statement is I, I would kind of see it as the high street is dying you know yeah shops you can everything I'm pretty sure everything I'm wearing has been bought on the internet um, this podcast will be hosted on the internet it will only be available on the internet music you download it films yeah. you stream it um, nothing's physical anymore and I see the only thing lasting in the high street is experiences eating VR cinema and things like you know health and beauty like yeah. so you know barbers and stuff so I actually think in terms of where we are in today's world you're in a pretty cushy position I think yeah because um, it's not like uh, you know a lot of people are going to go oh AI taking our jobs and stuff and it's like I think it's a long while until some people trust machines with a giving them a updo yeah I, I just can't see that ever happening I mean uh was it um, Wayne and Garth had that idea with the suck and cut, mm. like back in the back in the day? And yeah, yeah, it just looked like the most horrendous thing ever. Even though it was just completely comical, but um, no, I just I just think like the human the human head, like every single face shape, head shape, contours. People have got like moles and divots and scars and whatever. So I just I just think like tech cannot. I just can't imagine it getting to that point where it can pick up every little like nook and cranny to, to the point where it won't need someone stood behind the chair anymore. Yeah. Um, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Well, I hope, well, I'll probably be dead by then, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, when people, when I think about running a business and stuff, I think about mm. you know a lot of the a lot of the fun things. On the output, I think also, but what a lot of people breeze over, including me, you know, in previous times, is that, you know, the shit days that you can have. What's it like being the owner of a business when sometimes you might wake up and go, yeah, fuck today? <laughs> because ultimately, you can't call up somebody and pass the buck, right? Um, unless you're like savagely ill yeah. um, which I think it was in my first year of trading um, I caught like a really nasty bacterial infection I think it was from like some sushi and mate like I was like bedridden for about eight days <laughs> like it it was just I don't know it was the most agonizing pain but and then you know people so that that whole thing people depend on you so even even when you do wake up and you just feel like you know what, like you just want to I don't know, hide, hide away under the duvet from the world. Mm. Um, 
yeah people people depend on you and then the way my mindset is just even if it feels crap just keep moving forward stick with it and then before you know it you're in work the shutters are up like you know the 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 music's on your barber pole's spinning and it's cool Mm. so it is just literally just getting over that initial just like little speed bump yes I don't know but then when you work for yourself it's it's really not that bad no no actually uh, what you something you said that really hit home with me about that you know it doesn't matter what you do just keep going forward yeah and I've always said it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how fast you go forward so long as you are putting one foot in front of the other yeah because as soon as you stop doing that and you become stagnant you're not standing still you might think you're standing still Mm. but actually you're going backwards yeah and I think that it's really easy sometimes for people um, you know people that run businesses or don't run businesses and you know work for you know their employers you wake up and it's so easy to let things get the better of you and just to not move forward but as soon as I almost feel like as soon as your foot touches the floor out of your bed you're like it's go time yeah and for those that are wondering what that one random waffling is in the background that would be Louis the Beagle getting restless probably his, wanting some of his ginormous ears probably wanting some of this chocolate milk you want some chocolate milk <laughs> you're not having any <laughs> you ever thought about going into cutting dog's hairs do you know what? I actually looked up a course and it's, it was roughly the same price as what I paid to get my barbering qualification. So I, I wouldn't rule it out for the very future, but I suppose the the only kind of difference is, like, how are they going to complain? <laughs> yeah, we gave yeah. our other dog a mohawk the other day. Nice. We took it, we took it to the uh, dog groomers. Yeah. And Louise said, uh, like, just take it to dog groomers, like, just normal cut, last cut before winter. And mm. then it's out, you know, because obviously he's a tiny little thing. Yeah. So I walked into the groomers. <laughs> yeah, same as usual. No, I said, um, Louise wants just short all over, but can you leave him a mohawk? And she looked at me as if to say, really? Like, yeah. And then she looked at me and looked at me again as if to say, I know that she doesn't want this, but <laughs> fine. <laughs> anyway, just got her, Louise got home and just looked at him and was like, he looks like a yob. <laughs> His little, t- like, four-inch tall dog oh, with a mohawk. Did it look like Spike from Gremlins? Y- yeah, a little bit like that, and uh, Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver. Oh, dear. Yeah. Did, did like, the sunglasses come down? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... I've said this time because it's winter I'm just going to get his head shaved and leave his whole body <laughs> he looked like a turtle <laughs> oh man so um, you, you you mentioned when you were working for the man um, you know you're thinking is this it so three years in now with your you know your own shop seems to be going really well um, and it's really nice to see you doing really well at something new you know I'm very passionate about what I'm actually you know, good at. Um, I'm a boring you, am I? I'm a boring you. <laughs> but um, do you have like plans for Dickies 2.0 or no, not really. More um, space or anything like that. Not because not because I measure myself against other people at all, but I, I don't know. Like I've never set out to be, you know, ridiculously wealthy or anything like that. Like you know, you could say aim higher, but 
for me as long as I can afford like you know your, your rent your mortgage yeah there's food yeah there's food on the table um, you know buy, buy yourself some new threads every now and again like not just so you're just completely broke but just you're comfortable that's, mm. that's, the, that's the main thing and the amount of people that I've seen that have like you know they've opened opened a shop and then within a year boom open another one mm. and like you said they, they quickly disappear and it's just I don't know it just seems like a lot of hassle so I'd much rather just focus on one enjoy it like you know hopefully there'll be like you know a full staff shop whether it's three or four of us eventually and yeah just just be just be happy with that mm. and I think I think that's that's key like you said about you know becoming like stagnant sometimes and yeah you do get a bit like that but then whether it's whether it's you watch something or you speak to someone or you listen to like your favorite band or something and then I don't know you you almost get like that spark again for like the next idea of like, yeah. like okay what can I do with this space yeah. what can I add to it what can I change what can I get rid of and I think just like even the list of things just makes all the difference and just keeping it fresh because you know when you when you're in within the same four walls all the mm. time it is a bit like hmm how easy is it for you to run the business alongside like being a barber because you're not just a barber you know, you're a barber business owner you know she's the person that does all the finances you know you're the person that makes sure you know you have all the right amount of inventory for you know, products and so on yeah does one kind of overtake the other sometimes or is it quite a self-sustaining process it feels self-sustaining because because we're that close to the city centre we're close to wholesalers yeah. whether we need equipment supplies or yeah like anything like you know even like the banks for change like yeah just run across the road it's yeah it's pretty it's pretty simple do you find that you're able to take time for yourself as much now um recently yes um Does i find like a shift yeah i find the first mm, i'll probably say like the first two years or two and a bit years really difficult i'll probably say at least 60 70 hours a week wow yeah um like to to make to make it work you've got to have an idea of like you know what your outgoings are and like all the rest of it yeah. So then it is literally the case of, right, you, you stay there until you hit those numbers yeah. for the day. And then sometimes you, you don't, which then you think, right, okay, well, that was a complete waste of time. But and then the next day is awesome. And then everything just evens out. And then you're like, mm. cool. But that's one thing that I always notice as well. Sometimes like you get people come in and they, they love to talk about money. Um, and where I'm going with this is like, so that they're... they're They'll quite happily tell you how much they make a week and stuff uh. but and then but yeah and then sometimes it's like okay well damn I didn't I didn't make that much like last week I don't look at it as a failure it's like there's just room for improvement there's room for tweaks what can we do differently and then it just it just kind of it almost gives, gives you a bit of a kick up the ass to to look at things in different ways but again it just always levels itself out and mm. I think that's probably where the 60-70 hours came into it um, it sucks that I kind of like I don't know let my social life like suffer a bit 
like the amount of stag dues I turned down like over the past two years like you know it's got to be like you know at least a dozen mm. um, and then people start asking questions like like why 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 and it's just like well because I have this commitment and if I let that slip then everything I have worked for could potentially go to shit and then mm. I know yeah and then it's just going to be like a really sort of rubbish situation <clears throat> so yeah it's um, it's all good making those sacrifices is absolutely worth it like yeah for me I hear a lot of people say oh you know I haven't got enough time or I haven't got the money and they're going out every Friday and Saturday night and they're binge watching Netflix every night mm. so don't tell me you haven't got the fucking time or the money because if you say you haven't got the time yeah. and you are binge watching Netflix <laughs> then it's you, you, you're the problem not time you know for sure I just think it, it, it's it's an excuse whereas when you're in a situation like you are you're like I know what I want to do I'm loving what I'm doing I'm yeah. going to make these sacrifices yeah it sucks but would I rather be going on those stag dues and giving up 50% of my salary because I'm working for somebody else you know yeah so two things um, before we start wrapping it up um, I've got a would you rather because I have those at the end of every episode yes yes um, but before I do that um, for those people that are listening um, where can they find you online and you know in physical form to get a haircut so um, Dickie's Barbershop is located between City Road and Portland Square cool. um, on a pretty long road that's split into two called Brigstock Road um, yeah we're on uh, Facebook Instagram Google um, what's your Instagram Instagram just Dickie's Barbershop with a with a YS um, I often get confused with two other Dickie's Barbershops which yeah sometimes uh gets a little bit um confusing not frustrating i just find it funny like <laughs> people just immediately think oh dickies ies like yeah. the like the workwear brand or something like that and i think one's in one's based in york and the other one's based in cheltenham <laughs> no, you're, Ch- you're gonna Ch- be like miami <laughs> yeah 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 it's either cheltenham or chippenham one or the other and uh yeah you get dudes walk in they're like oh like oh yeah i've got i've got a haircut book for like 12 o'clock and all right, okay, and like in my head, I'm, I'm. It's like, oh yeah, I, I know I've got my mate Steve in at like yeah. twelve o'clock. It's like, oh, how did you book in oh, online? It's just like, don't have online booking. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. And then they kind of get a little bit like, yeah, yeah they get the ump. You ever thought about doing online booking? No, because Effort. yeah, Lost. there's that, and yeah, like outgoings, like you know, you, you're paying for not only your business bank account, but then like like card machines and all that yeah, and yeah, online yeah. payment services and it's just kind of like there's a lot of outgoings I think for something that's just for well, convenience if it's not broke don't, fi- don't fix it right? yeah exactly like you know pen- pencil to paper <clears throat> like, a f- like a phone call is quicker than you putting all your email address and all your details yeah, in yeah. yeah tell me when you tell me when you want to get in great like let's do it yeah this is a tricky one would you rather have for the rest of your life the legs of a frog or the eyes of a fly both their physical attributes and appearance cool does my op- does my upper torso remain the same like on the frog hmm. um yeah I'll go with the legs of a frog mate go with the legs of a frog mm-hmm. why I don't know I just think I know 
be able to get a bit of height when I when <laughs> like you know whilst whilst on the court. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whereas like you know if you're if you're seeing like eight of everything or sixteen of everything, whatever, yeah. then yeah, it might just be a a twenty four seven mat about, trip. <laughs> what about if the the frog legs were like the same size as what frog legs are? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, no, I'd have to, I'd have to reassess that. For the eyes of a fly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, Louis's getting restless. We got to go pick his mummy up. Thank you for coming over and Mate. chilling out for a bit. It's been really good to connect with you. Mate, it's been cool. Awesome. All right, let's get out of here. Noise. Nice.